Good Erev Shabbos. Uh, recording now the, I think it's the 27th. Chazor Asheh, Erev Shabbos, Parashas, Parashas HaKaremis Kedoshim. And we're holding now on the Mem Omud Aleph. Right at the top there, Omar Rav. Says Rav, Tol Baruch, Tol Baruch, if a person, after having made hamitzi, he says, take, take from the bread, says people, take, no, take to, for, uh, uh, to, for, for eating after hamitzi, he doesn't have to make a new bracha, because that's to do with the actual bracha he's made. But if you were to say, holy melach, holy lipton, bring salt, or bring relish, bring something to uh, improve the taste of the food. Remember, in those days, the bread wasn't of the same quality as we have it nowadays, didn't have salt in it, it was a... Uh, rather bland. So if he says bring flavours for it, that's not considered to do with the actual the actual bracha, and therefore Torah Kuvarik would have to make a new bracha. But Rabbi Yechanan Allah Rabbi Yechanan says no. Afidu have your melach, have your lips on nami ain't Torah Even if he were to say bring salt, bring this radish, also he doesn't have to make a new bracha because at the end of the day that's to do with the with the food he's eating, the food he's about to eat that he's made hamotzi on, that's not a problem. But if you were to say, Gavil Aturi, Gavil Aturi, literally need, Gavil means, Gavol means to, to need, it means prepare the food for the oxen, prepare the food for the animals, in other words, they used to put water into the bran and mix it together, in order to prepare the food for the animals, so he has to make a new broth. But Rav Sheshesh, Rav Sheshesh says, no, even on night doesn't have to make a new bracha. Because Rabbi Huda says b'shem Rav, it's forbidden for a person to eat for himself before he's given to his animal. First, I will give the grass in your field for your animals. And then only thereafter, right in the pasuk, the achalto, the savato, and you will eat and you will be satisfied. It sounds from, uh, from here to say the Chassidim says it's only achila, it's only to eat is a problem. But to take a drink before you give to your animals, on the contrary, we learn from Rivka and Eliezer where she said to him, she said, Shesei You drink and I will also give to your camels. So the same the Chassidim says, and it's brought down, sorry, maybe it's in Abraham, I can't remember who brings it, but uh, it's brought down that drinking is not the, the, the issue, it's the eating which is the issue. So therefore, since a person can't eat before giving to his animals, this has everything to do with his meal. And therefore, even for this, a person would not have to make his bracha again. La locha. La locha we pass in like the, like pretty much like, like the last shitta. In as much as anything which has to do with the su'uda, even if it's to do with later on, and so anything which is somehow related to the su'uda, a person would be allowed to, I mean, not allowed to. If he says, after making hamotzi, he says, bring this, bring this, do that, whatever it is, he wouldn't have to make a new bracha. But if it's not related to the su'udah, then he would have to make a new bracha. However, the Ramah, the Ramah says that still the Chatzchidah person should not speak, even about these things, better not to. A person should first take his first bite, and then he should, only thereafter, should he speak. We spoke about the idea that um, that what's considered at which point is it mutter for me to speak? So some say you've got to actually swallow the food. We learned earlier on Dr. Yudalit, if a person tastes food, he doesn't have to make a broth on it. Others say back to that, they say that's not really a raya, because 
over there you're only tasting it al-daf not to eat it it's al-daf to spit it out but if you're planning to eat something then once you put it into your mouth that's already the beginning of the akhira and therefore if you spoke thereafter that wouldn't be a problem so we've got this slight makhlaikas and the Chayi Odom seems to make some sort of pshara, uh, some sort of compromise. And he says, if you've swallowed the saliva, you've swallowed, which has got the taste, you've swallowed the actual taste of the food, you haven't just chewed it. You've taken in the taste, that's already, after, after that, one would have to make a new broth. And the, the Mishnah Bura, the Bialakha, seems, seems happy with that compromise. Again, the Chatzchila, the truth is, he, he even, he's even assigned to the, to the Machzah Shekel, he says, Chatzchila, you shouldn't even speak until after you've eaten the first Kedai. But that's definitely a person who's not even a shayla. If a person didn't eat a whole kezayah before speaking, that he definitely doesn't have to make a new bracha. But, if a person speaks after just putting it into his mouth, that already is a, is a very big problem. But if he's already swallowed, swallowed the actual taste, then although the chatzchili shouldn't be doing that, he should make sure to swallow some food. No, but the evidence it seems that we can, we can rely on the, on the, uh, on the chayom. At least according, according to the Mishnah Baruch. That's what we came out with here. And we just mentioned that's an aside between Al-Nitilas Yodayim and Hamaytzi, that's different. Between Al-Nitilas Yodayim and Hamaytzi is a Machoik Sreshoinim. The Rambam quite famously holds that as long as a, pers- a person speak about, can speak in between. And therefore, as I mentioned, that's why Yemenites, they speak in between. Um, where we rely upon that, obviously we do not speak, generally we do not speak. The only place where we do rely upon it is going to be, we mentioned a Shaila with a person who goes to be excused, and after being excused, he's now got the problem when to make Hashayotza. If he washes his hands, in order to be able to make Hashayotza, then he can't wash his hands afterwards and make a bracha because he knows his hands are clean. So what's he going to do? Make Hashayotza without washing his hands? Can't do that either. So one of the answers given, what I think in Shulchan Aruch is, for a person to wash his hands, make Hashayotza and then rely on the Rambam, make Hashayotza and then make Hamotzi. As we mentioned, there are other answers. We did mention another item, which is basically don't wash your hands with a, with a cleat, don't wash your hands with a receptacle, just wash your hands three times, or once, whatever you normally do, without a receptacle, um, without a cleat, and then make your ashiyotar, and then wash your hands again with a receptacle. I may well add, I'm not sure I mentioned this, mentioned this at the time, some people say it's better, once, if you use that eater, it's just to touch somewhere which is normally covered, like under one's armpits or something like that, so that, to, so that he will definitely have to wash his hands for on the Tilasa Dime. Because even though he didn't use a cleat, and therefore you should, you'd say that if he didn't use a cleat to before making out Shiyata, he definitely didn't count for on the Tilasa Dime. Still, there are some who are a little dubious about it, and therefore it's better, if a person can, he should just, I mean, obviously a person can, but for a person remembers, to touch somewhere, um, just to make sure he's definitely high. But the truth is, there's more to speak about with regards to on the Tilasa Dime, that's such in the right place, um, which is not really here. Carries on the Gemara. In fact, before we, we continue on in the Gemara, no, I'll tell you what, let's, let's continue first on in, in the Gemara. Omar Rav, says Rav. Omar Rav, about Shmuel, Mishum Rav, Echia. Eina Beitzea, Rashoi, Libtzea, Achiovi, Omelach, Olifzan, Lepnei, Kodach, Ve'echot. The person who's making the Amosi for everyone, he's literally breaking the bread, he's not allowed to do so until they bring salt, or this relish, this uh, dip, whatever it's going to be, in front of every single person. Rabbi Bashmuel, this very Rabbi Bashmuel, Iklar of Eishkelusi, went to the house of the Eishkelusa. A pikulei rifter, they brought out bread for him. Ubota leheg, and straight away he he um, made amitzi and he broke on it. Onrulei, they said to him, "Hold on, mamishmati, have you retracted from what you said? You were the very one who said you can't do it until you got the melach to lift on in front of everyone." Amalehutzi said to them, "Let's stay in Torah Poishesh." 
this bread does not need Poishesh Kwenterati that means to be doesn't need any delay. We don't have to wait for the salt or the or the lift on. According to other, uh, uh, others, the word Boishish actually means, like a spice, means a, um, a, uh, something which, which adds taste to it. But either way, he's saying this bread is better quality, and I was never talking about this bread. This bread doesn't need melas, doesn't need lift on, and therefore you don't have to wait. And that's the Meister, Tosos already says, that's the way we, nowadays, with our bread is probably even better quality, it's already got the salt in it, whatever it is, and therefore this din does not really apply. However, as Tosus points out, with regard to, there's still, for different reasons, perhaps more in the mystical realm, based on the Medrash, there's an Indian to have salt on the table, um, to have the salt, in fact, on the table whilst people are washing, so that when they come and they're waiting to make Hamotzi, so that the Sultan can't lay his accusations, because they're not doing anything at the time, they're not doing any mitzvahs, when the salt's there, the salt protects. Let me explain, based on the, the Arizal, the Arizal writes in the Siddur, Melach, is, uh, is Gematria 78, which is three times Yudke Volke. And the idea is that it's to stress, I want to this idea that it's stressed three times, Havaya, 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 which means Rachamim, 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 is to evoke HaKadosh Baruch's Rachamim, and therefore we gain, we gain protection from the, from the Sultan. That's the, the, more or less the basic, the, the, the basic idea. And that's why there's a Minhag, which is brought in the, the, in the Mishabura, is to dip the bread three times into the salt. I just don't, it's, it's more based on, on the mystical side, it's not the strict halakha, but it's important, I think most people are known about that, they have to have the salt there, and dip the bread three times. But I said, that's not what the Gemara is actually talking about, the Gemara is talking about the, the sort of more, more just literally, the idea of make, giving the bread some taste. Normally, in those days, they wouldn't eat the bread without adding some, uh, some sort of flavouring there. Um, the first part of that tosis, um, discussed the he, he basically said talks about the the idea that if a person um, speaks between he brings the Gemara in Menachos which says if a person speaks between putting on one of the tefillin and the other between the tefillah shaliyad and tefillah shalrosh he has to make a new bracha as we mentioned as Machlokes was showing what exactly he has to do it depends on whether he's making one two brachas as Machlokes was showing him how to learn up the Gemara but he says therefore for the same reason. So it says that Pshat and Al-Gumara here, if a person speaks unnecessarily, in a case when he's not allowed to speak, he speaks between making Amotzi and the eating, or between the, let's say, Kiddush and the drinking of the wine, he would have to make a new brother. Exactly like that. And he says, this was the point we discussed, so too, if a, if a person, if a Sheikh speaks between, um, between his, uh, between Shefling, he says, so says, if it's something to do with a shechita, that's fine. If he says, for example, are there any more animals, chef? Can you please hold the animals still so that the shechita is good? But if it's not to do with that, it's self-evident from Tosis. If it's not to do with the shechita, he asks, what's for supper tonight? Then he's have to make a new bracha. And we mentioned that there's actually a machlech's rishonim. Is that talking about between the machlech's rishonim? If a person's already done the first shechita. And he asks what for supper tonight, but he has to make a new bracha for subsequent animals which he's going to share, all under that same bracha. Some say it's only between the bracha and the first shechita. Once you've done the first shechita, it's like in the middle of a meal. Once you've eaten the first bite, you can then speak as much as you want as you're eating. No problem. Whereas others say, no, it's not. It's more like the tefillin. It's like speaking between one of the tefillin and the other tefillin. The same idea if you make, if you make a hefzuk between shechting one animal and the next. And we spoke about the possible spores. Clearly, it seems from Tosfos, and it's even clearer in the Rosh and the Rabbi Yonah here, at least, 
that it means even between one animal and the next, if you spoke unnecessarily, you'd have to make a new bracha. The Rabbeinu Yonah is actually quoted elsewhere, along with, I think it's the Ramban, as saying, possibly not, and that the Makhlukis is brought in Shulchan Aruch, the Makhlukis is all the way through to, to the Adolfo. But as we said, it's not really our figure, we're just mentioning it, Agav, because from Tosus and the Rosh, who said the Rabbeinu Yonah, it seems quite clear, clear in the Rosh and the Rabbeinu Yonah, that even between one animal and the next, a person would have a problem. Carries on the Gemara. The Omar Rav Abba Shmuel Mishum another member of his. Ein meiraglaim kolim elobi yeshiva. A person should know that if he wants to empty out his bladder, it will not empty out of the meiraglaim unless he's actually sitting down. And Rashi explains the reason is because <coughs> when a person is standing up, so he's scared that the that drops may may splash back onto his onto his shoes. And we know that there's a the Gemara elsewhere discusses the hard offer that a person has to make sure to get rid of those those drops because otherwise people may um, spread rumours that he's something called a Khrushchev he's therefore in, in to, he's unable to have children and therefore the children he's got must be Mamzalim there's a special hard offer and since a person's going to be nervous about this and the last drops may go onto his shoes therefore naturally he will be nervous and his body will not allow him to clear out his bladder unless he's sitting down Omar Afkahano says Afkahano if he is urinating into earth, which is, which is loose earth, it's been broken up, then even if he's standing up, there won't be a problem, because he knows that the, that the, the, um, the urine will be soaked straight into the ground. If there's no um, loose earth, and he can't sit down, then the Eitzah is, he should stand on a raised, raised uh, platform, the and he should urinate into, onto a slope, that it will flow away from him, and therefore he won't. He realizes it won't. He won't get into that situation, and he won't, his body will be relaxed, and he'll be able to empty his bladder. Yes, a father member. After anything you eat, eat some salt. After anything you drink, drink water. and you won't be damaged. After anything you eat, eat uh, salt. After anything you drink, drink water. And you won't be damaged. If a person eats any food, and he didn't eat any, any salt after it. If a person drinks any liquid, and he didn't drink any water afterwards. The Yorim, if it's daytime, he should be afraid of bad breath, but it seems more than that, it's a natural illness. And at night, he should be afraid of Askara, which is strangulation. it's uh, the worst form of death. So, uh, in other words, it's not just like, good advice, this is, uh, this is uh, very, very good advice to protect a person's health and to protect a person's life. As the Gaon points out, two points. Number one, when a person eats the salt afterwards, he should use the fourth and fifth finger, going away from the... but not use any of the other fingers, because elsewhere we find that that may be a problem. But the truth is, as the Gaon points out, nowadays it doesn't really apply, because our food has salt already in it, generally. And our drinks also have, have uh, water in them, and therefore one doesn't have to uh, be particularly concerned about this. Tomer Rabon. We've taught in a brighter. Hamak uh, but mind, somebody who literally causes his food to float in water, he won't come to any intestinal problems, any digestive system problems. The idea is, in other words, as Rashi says, after he's eaten, he should 
he should uh, soak it, you know, um, pour water, drown it in water that into his stomach. The camel and how much water? So Amar Abchista says Abchista keeps in the pot a jug of water for uh, for for bread. What exactly that amount is, how much is the kita and how much is the puff, we don't really know, but the Gaon says that obviously in those days they knew exactly what a kita and a puff, what that meant. It was a certain measure. But in other words, it's basically a lot of water. Omar of Mori says, Rav Mori, Omar of Yechanon, Horogil Ba'adoshim, somebody who is accustomed to have lentils, Achas Bishroshim Yom, once every 30 days, Menea Askaromitochbeso, he withholds this inner strangulation from literally his house, from his body, as Rashi says, because it uh, loosens the bowels, and that ultimately um, protects him from this askara. I will call you, although the person shouldn't have it every day. My time, what's the reason? Because it's bad for this, uh, it causes this bad breath, whatever this is, which, uh, which is also not good. So therefore he says, there's a matter of getting the fine balance. Once every 30 days, that's the, that's the right balance. It's not going to cause the reyachapeh, but it will give him this, this, um, the loose bowels, which will protect him from the askara. He says, somebody who is accustomed to have mustard once every 30 days, withholds illnesses, ailments from his, literally his house, his body. I will call you a mother. But again, it's not a good idea to have it every day. Why not? My time, what's the reason? Because it causes weakness of the heart. Heartache. Somebody who is accustomed to have small fish, ain't a body dear I will not come to intestinal problems, won't come to uh, digestive problems. But not only that, small fish literally cause his body to be fruitful and multiply and be healthy. Basically, in short, small fish are very is a very, very healthy food, says the Gemara. Harogil the katsov, somebody who is accustomed to have katsov, which we said was fennel, ain't a body will never come to heartache. Says the Gemara, really? Basically. So we ask a question, we learn from the writer. Rabbi Shimon Megamliel, he says, katsov echon mishishim samoni hamobetu. That fennel is one sixtieth of, of, of a poison, basically. Vayoshin imizach karanoi, somebody who sleeps to the east of its threshing floor, Domo Bereisho. Literally, his blood is on his head. In other words, he's responsible for his own, for his own death. So, answers the Gemara. So, is it good or is it bad? Answers the Gemara. Lekashi. It's not a problem. Ho Bereichai, ho Betaimu. One's talking about its smell and one's talking about the taste. The taste is very good for a person. But the smell is detrimental to a person. And so, the Gemara, therefore, what should you do? Ime de Rabbi Yemiya, the mother of Rabbi Yemiel, she would bake fame bread, umedab kole, and she would stick this fennel to the bread until it takes in the taste. Then she'd take it away, throw it out, and the kalpole, and she'd peel off the, I suppose, the top layer of the bread so that there should be no smell. The smell should remain just the taste. And through that, we get the benefit of the taste without the smell. And that's basically what the Gemara is saying. Therefore, don't sleep to the, as we said, the east of the of the of the garden because as Rashi says the western wind which is obviously going to be blowing eastwards so if you're on the east it's not a good thing it's a moist wind and it uh, it therefore will carry the smell to the person who's sleeping to the east as we mentioned as we uh, as we mentioned the um, the Avas Eitan I think it was pointed out that interestingly enough Chazal warned a person against walking within four hours to the east within the 
Eastern four Amas of a of a Matsoyah. Seemingly, he says, Abbas Esau, the same idea. Seemingly, it carries over the Reach, probably the spiritual Reach of the, of the Matsoyah. There's definitely food for thought. Some something to think about what exactly that means. He gives another example. You may want to look it up. It's printed in the Inyakov in the Chidusha Gaimna. Rabbi Yehuda Oymer, Rabbi Yehuda says, carrying on now, Toyle Mine Deshoim. In fact, before, before we start, start this, this last little piece, we'll just sort of conclude that whole seemingly it's a medical advice here and we'll just conclude with what we said from the, from the, um, from the, I think it was the Habayna, printed again in the Inyakos, he says there that the word Rafua comes from Rafui, which means to loosen. And he says, Aruka, Aruka, which means like healthy, it means to uh, a scab, um, um, a, a remedy, comes from the word Arichos, to lengthen. And he says, the idea in medicine, in looking after a person, is to loosen the grip of death. It's to lengthen a person's life. He's not going to live forever. But a person is mechuyot to look after himself in as much as to lengthen his days, he's got extra time to serve Hashem. This is the ch- chance in this world, as Chazal say in, say in, in Erevin, they debated, is it better for a person, machlik shaman hillelah, whether it's better for a person to have been created or not. They said, take when they came to the conclusion, Nimnu Begomri, it would have been better that he wasn't created. But now that you've been created, use your time, use every minute, use every second, and we will clear to look after ourselves. And if as a result of us not looking after ourselves, a person's life, Rahmanullah's time, is shortened, then we've not given the same opportunity, doesn't have the same chance to serve Hashem, to be Marbekavit Shamayim in the world, he's held accountable for that. And therefore, it's, it's extremely important when the Gemara refers to, gives us health advice, it's not just health advice. This is Torah itself. It gives us the opportunity to be able to serve Hashem, and therefore Chazal see it, or see it as, as, a, as a important enough to put it into the Gemara. Again, there's more to speak about on this thing, but as Hashem for, a, for, a, for another time, on the idea, the idea that once Chazal refers to something, it's no longer just science. This becomes a Chilak of Torah. This becomes a Chilak of Torah. Something which was recorded in the, the Gemara calls it the 2,000 years of Torah. There were 2,000 years of what's called Tohu, the first 2,000 years of the world, and there were 2,000 years of Torah, and there's supposed to be the last 2,000 years of the years of, of uh, I think it's Moshiach, which we're running still into, we're already late. But the, the basic idea is those 2,000 years of Torah, I think the Chazanish writes, he says that, at, the, at that time, that's when Chazal will Kodea, what is considered a traitor, even if things have changed nowadays with medical advance, doesn't change the Halacha. Halacha was fixed by that. And therefore, when the Gemara refers to these, these whether it's trafers, whether it's medicine, whatever it is, it's not just some medicine. It's not just science. This is Torah itself. Because it was based on those, the, the, the Messias, and in those 2,000 years, that was Kodea. It's those 2,000 years of Torah, that's Kodea, the, the Halacha and everything else, and therefore it's Torah itself. Carries on the Gemara. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Bari Mene Deshoi. Rabbi Yehuda says that, uh, going back to the Mishnah, we said that on, on your, um, on your, your rockets, on your green vegetables, you make Pereim in Edeshoim. So the shit of Rabbi Yehuda is, that we actually, we narrow it down a little more. We don't make just a general brock of Pereim Priyadom on anything which grows in the ground. We actually make two separate brockets. On the, your rockets, on the greens, you make Pereim in Edeshoim. And on the, the seeds, like legumes and the, and, and grains, you make Pereim in Edeshoim. Omer Rabbi Zeyra says, Rabbi Zeyra, Rabbi Rabbi Chinano, or Rabbi Chanino Bar Papa, some say it's Rabbi Chanino Bar Papa, in Alok Kabiyodah, Alok is not like Rabbi Yodah. As we know, we make Bari Priyadom. 
Some say Zayna says Rabbi Zayna, Rabbi Zayna, Rabbi Chinna, Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Papa, and some say Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Papa. My time is Rabbi Yehuda. What's like the reason of Rabbi Yehuda? Why did he feel that you have to make the bracha more uh, direct, more specific? Because Omar Karab, because the Pesach says, Baruch Hashem, Yom Yom, Bless Hashem, by day. So we ask, V'chi ba'yom ha'morachin, O'tsoi ba'layda, O'yom ha'morachin, O'tsoi, nothing to say, you bless him by day and not by night. And as he says, hermeneutically we could say, that means to say, only when the going's good, that's when you have to bless him, not by night when things are dark, when things don't seem to be going so well. And the Lord of Harada, what it means to say to you is, Kol yom ha'yom tenno me'en b'rchaisov. Every day, give him me'en b'rchaisov. Give him to do with that day. If it's Shabbos, mention Shabbos today. If it's Yom Tov, mention Yom Tov in your davening. If it's Rish Chodesh, mention Rish Chodesh. Every day has its prosel. And we said again, hermeneutically, that means to say that a person's life shouldn't be stagnant. It shouldn't be stationary. That when a person davens, every day is exactly the same. As we said, that goes on to somebody who's not able to be mechadish anything in his tefillah. His tefillah is not tachanunim. His tefillah is called kavah. It's fixed. It's stationary. It's stagnant. That's not a true tefillah. A person goes throughout life, a person's life is halicho, in the chukkesai tedicho, we're always on the move. Life moves on, experiences change, situations change, each day brings with it different things. And each day, therefore, a person's relationship with Hashem, the way he speaks to Hashem, what he speaks to Hashem about, must change. Yesterday wasn't so good in the business world, so boy, a person's got what to speak about. A person isn't feeling so well, each day, a person, he's got something to address to do with his children, fine. So he's got whatever, whatever the relevant, relevant bracha for that is. And so on and so forth. Each day, tender me in berchaisov. Hachan Ami says here, the Gemara over here, kol min vamin tender me in berchaisov. Each and every species mentioned to do with that, the bracha of that species. It's the shoyim, say bari minay the shoyim. It's the royim, say bari minay the royim. The practice of our Kodesh Baruch in the middle of our Kodesh Baruch is not like that of flesh and blood. Midas Baruch of Adam when it comes to flesh and blood, Kli Reikon Machzik. If you've got an empty receptacle, it can be filled up, it can hold stuff. Molly, but if it's already full, ain't a Machzik, it can't hold anything more. Our Kodesh Baruch when it came out of Kodesh Baruch is not like that. On the contrary, Mole Matzik, a person who's full, he's full with Yerashamayim, he's full with Torah. Matzik, he can hold more Torah. Reikon, if he's empty, ain't a Matzik, he can't hold Torah. That's the way things go. Shenem, as it says, Vayem and Hashem says, Vayem and Shomaya Tishma. If, that means to say, Im Shomaya, if you've already learned, you've already received, Tishma, you'll learn more. They've learned, if you haven't learned, Le Tishma, you won't learn. You won't hear. Dovar Acher, another explanation, if you've already gone over, you've done Chazorov, the, the learning you've previously done, Tishma Bechodosh, you'll learn new stuff, you'll be able to learn further. Then Yefna Levopcha, but if you turn your heart away, you ignore what you've learned in the past, Shuvlai Tishma, you won't be able to learn anything new. I mean, explain the idea because Torah is Lamalo, Torah is, is Lamalo min, from Menateva, it's not governed by the rules of, of, of Teva, which we've been speaking about here. On the contrary, Torah is the epitome, is the symbol of Shalemus. As the Maharal has said so many times, it's the epitome of Shalemus. And therefore it will only take residence, it will only take, um, it will only reside in a person who is Shalim. A person who breaks that Shalemus, he's not, com- he's not fi- complete himself, he's not full. If he's not full, that means there's a break. It's not complete. Therefore it's, the Torah won't reside there. 
a person who's full means he's shonim, he's tomid, he's complete, he's one within himself, the tailor can take residence there. And so too, we, we said, the idea of a person doesn't do chazor, it's the same idea, because there's a break. There's a break in it, he's forgetting what he's done previously, so the next lot can't come. It's the same idea again, as we said, the prophet says, in, I think it's in Mishlei, that um, the prophet says that, um, what does it say? No, it's a Pasuk in Kehelet even. It says, Leiv Kesil, the Smaila, it says, Leiv Chokham Limino, Leiv Kesil, the Smaila. Leiv Chokham Limino means the heart of the wise is somebody who looks to the right. If you think about Asefa Torah, on the right hand, on the right hand, the eight times, is everything you've already read. Or in Al think to the right. Look at your right, is everything you've already learned. Leiv Kesil, the heart of the the foolish is this mode, is always looking to the left. Always wants to move on, he's forgotten, he leaves behind everything he's... If a person's always looking how much more I've got to do, he's a fool, he'll end up with nothing. Whereas Leib Chochem, the, the wise man, he looks to the right. He thinks to himself, well, I've, look how much I've already accomplished, let's do Chazor of that, let's retain that. Obviously, we you said from the God, a person has to also have in mind to continue on. So if you just stay stagnant, you're also going nowhere. A person's life is, or has to be always a step forward, two step back. A step forward, and I was always covering what I've already, but with the, always covering, but then, Tishma, you'll be able to move on. Says the next Mishnah. If a person made a bracha on the fruits of the tree, and he, instead of saying, Bore Priya he said, Bore Priya Adama. Because we know that ultimately, the fruits of the tree are connected to the ground, they do gain nutrition from the ground. The Alperis Oris, if he says on the fruits of the ground, he says, Bere Priya Eitz, Lo Yotze, he's not Yotze. He says on his potatoes, he says, Bere Priya Eitz, obviously he's not Yotze, because it's not a, it's not a tree. The Alkulam, on all of them, on anything, in other words, both the Peris Oidam, Peris Oadama, Imam Shaakal, the Abedwar, if he says Shaakal, Yotze, he's Yotze. Because Shaakal is an all-inclusive bracha. Says the Gemara, Mam Tana Zika Iran Arohi, who is the Tana who teaches that the main thing of the tree is the, is the ground. Because you said that if you make on the Perish and you say Bere Priyadoma, you're yet implying that the main uh, source of nutrition is in the ground. So, Amar HaMatim Bayitchok Rabbi Yehuda. He says it's Rabbi Yehuda. This now we learn from the Mishnah Mekurim, Yodhi Shamayo. If the uh, source of water dries up, Vediktav Toilom, or the tree gets cut down. Now, according to Rashi, what this means is the person takes off the tree, he takes his Bekurim, and then he cuts the tree down, or the source of water dries up. But you should know many others learn that no, we're not talking about once you've already picked the, once you've picked the fruit, then it makes no difference. We're talking about before you pick the fruit that the tree got cut down, but the fruit are already ripe, ready to be taken up to Yerushalayim. So it's a matter of extra showing them how to learn this. But whatever the case may be, the Tanakhama says maybe they ain't a curry. You can bring the fruit, bring it to the curry, but you can't read the parasha which you read, if you bring it up at the right time, you can't read the Arami Ovidov, you can't read that whole parasha. The reason being, because it says in there, uh, you thank Hashem, I, the fruit which grew, I'm bringing from the Adoma that you have given me. But once the source of water has dried up, the tree has been cut down, you can no longer make that connection between the fruit and the ground. You've lost, you've lost that, uh, the bottle of the arrows, Rashi says. The ground is bottled now. Where it grew, the, the land in which it grew is bottled. Where Rabbi Yehuda says, maybe the curry, you can bring it and you can read that parasha. Because it's not bottle. Where did this fruit really grow from? It grew from the ground. Well, the ground's still there. 
The nutrition came from the ground, the fact that the attachment, the tree, or the, or the water, which, that doesn't matter. The ground is the main source of nutrition. And therefore, he's also the author of our Mishnah, who says that if you made on the Pelis or Elon, you said, that's not a wrong statement, and therefore you're yet. Our or Then we said in the Mishnah, we said about, we said about Pelis or Oretz, Pelis or Elon. So it's more of Peshitah. Well, it's obvious, if you made a broch on the Pelis or Oretz, you said, you said, very pure it's not yet, well, that's obvious. Have you ever seen, uh, have you ever seen your pears or it's your vegetables growing on trees? So, This is only necessary for Rabbi Yehuda. He says that wheat is a type of tree. The Tanya, because we learned in the Brisa, Elon the men Adam the tree from which Adam Arishan ate from, we've got three shittas here. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, Gefen Hoya, it was a vine. Because there's nothing in the world which brings um, Yolola uh, uh, crying and, and uh, bemoaning, hallowing on a person, uh, bewailing, wailing, wailing on a person more than wine. Shemeh says, that Noah, he drank from the wine and he became drunk and look what happened to him as a result of it. He was castrated by his own son. A terrible thing. So if you want to know what brought Misa to the world, other Mauritians which brought Misa to the world, it's more than likely it's going to be wine. If the Torah doesn't specify it, you can assume it's wine. Because that's the most destructive. We know on the, on the one hand, the Gemara, as we mentioned, the Gemara in Yomar, elsewhere as well, that Tirosh, wine can be a tremendous, tremendous thing if it's used right. But if it's used in the wrong way, Tirosh, it brings terrible destitution to the world. As we pointed out, Yalel, the root of Yalada, and Yayin is the same, Gematria 70. Rabbi Nechemia Oimer. Rabbi Nechemia says, Te'enoiso. No, it was a fig tree that he ate from. Because we know that whatever they, um, we assume that whatever they went wrong with, that's what they repaired, the, they, they sort of tried to make a tikkun with. And we know what did they try to make a tikkun with, Shanaman says, that they sewed together fig leaves to clothe themselves. So if that's what they clothed themselves with, you'd assume what they sinned with was also the fig leaves. Rabbi Yehuda, I mean, Rabbi Yehuda says, says, no, it was wheat. Because the child doesn't have to call Abba and Emma until he tastes the taste of grape. So therefore, Chita is very much associated with Das. And since it was an Eitadas, the Torah doesn't specify what Eitadas is, you can assume that it's going to be some grain, i.e. Chita. And we pointed out that all these three, all these three uh, Shittas, whether it's wine, whether it's the fig, whether it's grain, all are associated with Torah. We spoke about the significance in that. We won't go back into that now, but that's, all, that, that's all, just one thing to note there. So, I might have thought, since Rabbi Yehuda says, that the wheat is a type of tree, so, maybe you should, be, you should make very pure ice, or at least if you did make very pure ice, you're That's why he comes and tells us, sorry, that's why he comes and tells us otherwise. Maybe it's called a tree, but with regard to the halachic definition of a tree for Hilkas Brachos, obviously it does not have the, the requirements to be called a tree, and therefore, we would not, we would not make, um, he would not be uh, yotzi with that. That's the end, at the end of that sogya. So because we've said that the mission which says, if you make both your Adama on fruit, your yotzi, that's Shabbi Huda, and as Tosa says, that is the halacha. That's the way it's passed in, as we know, in Shulchan Aruch. 
when we say this, you say very pre or eight on vegetables, and sometimes it doesn't go on the tree, you're not yet to be said the chiddush is that even if it's wheat, you're not yet to, because it may be called a tree with regard to the itadas, but for Hilton's process, it's not called a tree. Says the Gemara, the obvious next question is going to be, so where do we make Boripiyotim? What is the halachic um, qualifications, the, the uh, things which are needed in order to be called a tree? Number one, and when you take the fruit off the tree, the branches remain. And it will produce the fruit again. But where, when you take the fruit off, later the gabzo, the branches just dry up, they die. The hoda mapik. So you've therefore you've no longer got the branches there to produce fruit the next year. It doesn't produce fruit year year in year out. We don't make beripriyot on it. Ela beripriyadon. You make beripriyadon on it. So that's what the Gemara says. It's got to be that the tree lives on. It's not just one year and then dies. Um, that's number one. Number two is it's got to produce fruit. I mean, one really depends on the other, but it's got to be able to produce fruit the next year. And that is really, that is the, that is the halacha there. Um, so with, with many trees, it's quite clear cut. Your apple tree. You'll see, you pick your apples, the tree doesn't die. Next year, there's more apples, so that's definitely going to be very priority. The grey, there's a couple of grey areas, however. And those come like this. What happens if toasters, the show you speak about with things like strawberries, things which grow on bushes. What's the shayla here? So it spells out more in the Gaidim, and that's like this. What happens with that, say, your strawberries? Or you know what? Let's take something else. We can take bananas. A banana tree. How does a banana tree work? You plant your banana tree, and it, the roots give off shoots, and uh, these shoots come up, and they actually form a very, seemingly a very, very thick thick trunk and it's a very, very tall tree, you pick your bananas and then, whether you realise it or not, what actually happens is it dies. All those branches, all those shoots, they die. But the, the roots stay alive. And the roots produce more branches, more uh, things again, and it will produce fruit the next year. So the shayla is like this. On the one hand, the tree didn't die. And it does produce fruit the next year. But on the other hand, it's only the roots which lived on. So, the Gaonian Paskin, this is the way we Paskin, is that you make very pre Adam on that. That's not considered, it's got to be that the Gabza, the actual tree itself, above ground, stays on each year. The same idea is with strawberries. Strawberries, it's the same idea. The strawberries, again, it's the roots which stay alive, not the actual bush, stroke tree, whatever you want to call it. And therefore, again, it's Adam. But the halacha is that if you did say Boripri or eight on it, since Tosus passes, there are those who say that no, on this sort of thing you make Boripri or eight. So if you did make Boripri or eight, so it shouldn't be a brothel of you should take one little mouthful, whatever it is, you eat a little bit, and then make Hardom on something else to eat the rest of the strawberries, or I suppose the same would be with a banana. It's more likely, I think, to happen with strawberries. Uh, bananas, I think most people realise it's, it's Hardom. That's, that's with regard to that little grey area. The other grey area is, what about um, trees which, um, which grow less than, they grow very, very low? I think we said the example was cranberries. I think cranberries, if I remember correctly, they grow very low along the ground. Now, they grow at a height of less than three spots. So the Mishnah Bura says, that doesn't make a difference. Look at Agamora, it doesn't say the height. So even if they grow along the ground, 
less than three spots from the ground, less than, I don't know, 25 centimeters from the ground, 24 centimeters, doesn't matter. You make very priorities on it. However, the minagoidom is, apparently, the minagoidom is to make quasom. But again, if a person did make very priorities, obviously he's going to be fine, because that's the strict halacha. But Ramosha Feinstein says, the, the Nazca minute is going to be, the difference is going to be, if you're in a place where you're not sure, what, I suppose there's no Milagamokan, or if you've got a stop, if you're not sure how high this grows, it's somewhere around the three spot and mark, uh, uh, mark. So then, if it's a stop, then you definitely make very priorities on it. Because the strict offer is, it would be very priorities. Those were the main, the main, um, the main, uh, sort of grey areas we, we discussed. Um, in fact, there was actually a third grey area, which is actually an even, which is an even bigger one, a bigger problem, and that is something like the, I think we said it was the papaya, and there was something else as well, which I do not remember what it was. Um, let's see if I have it here. Nope, I don't seem to have it here. The papaya, and there was one, one other one as well, which I can't remember what it was. Um, the idea, oh, I, I do know what it was, it was the, the raspberries, I think we said. Raspberries. I think it was raspberries. Well, it was one of the berries. And the, the way it's described as growing is like this. The year one, it, um, the branches come out, don't produce any fruit. Year two, new branches grow, don't produce any fruit. But the year one's branches, they produce fruit. When you go into year three, what happens is, the year one's branches dry up, year two produce fruit, Year three now, there's new branches, but they don't produce fruit. And it just goes on like this, this cycle. So the Maharasham or the Maharasham discusses this, uh, this, this idea, what brotha, what brotha you're, you're, you're going to make on it. And basically what comes out is you end up with a Maharasham. Some say no, some say it's Hardoma, some say it's Hoi. So because we've got this Sophic, as we know the rule is, if you've got a Sophic Hoi, so Hardoma, you always go on the cautious side, and you make Hardoma. So therefore, generally I think people, therefore, I think it's raspberries, and the problem is I don't really know my, uh, my fruits that, that, that well, but definitely on papaya, you make cardamom, I believe it's, it, raspberries was the, was the other one, but again, double check, with, we spoke about this in the share, there I definitely got it correct, but I've lost the piece of paper now, I can't find it, uh, where I wrote down the other thing, I think it was the raspberries. Um, so, that's the other, the, 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 uh, the other example, um, these are the two examples where it's a little bit of a grey area, and as we know, you've got a sophic or eight or you make cardamom. If you did make eight, you probably would be, you'd say again, um, the, that's, that, that basically brings us to the end of that, of that, that little, uh, sugi there. Continues on the Gemara. The Al-Kulan If a person made Shahakul on anything, he's Yotze. Says the Gemara. It's now being said, Al-Kulan Omar, The exception is Pasum in Ayayin, except for bread and wine, if you make Shahakul on those, you're not Yotze, because those have a special bracha, and therefore Shahakul is no good. Whereas for Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Yechonon says, no, I'll feed a pass the iron, even on bread and wine, if you make shahakal, you're fine. And as we saw, the, the halacha is, as Tosa says, the halacha is like Rabbi Yechonon, it does cover it, and the Ritzvah explains, because shahakal is all-encompassing. However, if you were to say on pass, if you were to say, bere, peri, he says like this, if you say on wine, you say bere, peri, or so Ritzvah says, you're yet We discussed the possibility that it could be Tosa's earlier argues with that, because again, wine is a double fossil, maybe bere, peri, or eight, so would not be yet But, um, the Ritzvah, then one is definitely We've then got, we've then got the, uh, he says, if you make on bread, you say, Bere, Peri, Ha'adomo, says the Ritzvah, you're probably not Yetzir. The reason is, 
because it's no longer a pre. Lechem is a completely different thing. And number two is, the Torah gives it a special name Lechem, so you can't make very Priyadam on it. But Shehakal, Shehakal, you're not saying it's a Priyadam, you're saying it's something, something which Hashem produced. So therefore, with that, you would be okay. That's enough coming in between the two things. But no matter, says the no matter what bracha you made on it, even if you made shahakal, you should still make the correct berkas hamozon, i.e. the berkas on the bread, on the wine you'd make ala, ala gefen. It doesn't make a difference. The mice, if you made the wrong bracha, you still stick to the right bracha acharon. Nemo ketanoi. So we're suggesting here, maybe it's actually a machal ketanoi in this idea, because raw pas, if he saw bread, but Omani said, kalanoi pasu, oh, how beautiful this bread is, borach hamokam shebarah. Blessed is Hashem who created it. Yotza, he did say. Rota Enov, Omar Kamanoi Seinozu. Some take out, some say that we're not Gerit. Seinov, the Rosh says, and Tehs Rosh, we shouldn't have this, this Gerit here. But Rota Enov, we've got the Gerit, he saw the fig there, and he says, Kamanoi Seinozu, Borachamokim Shabarah, Yotzi, Yotzi. Give it to Rabbi Meir, that's the Penir of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yeti, Meir, Rabbi Yeti says, no. Anyone who changes from the exact lotion the Chachomim instituted, the Brachos, he's not yet to his obligation. So, 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 so the Gemara suggests, let's say that Rav Huna goes back to Rav Yosi. Rav Yosi says, you're not allowed to make a shin, you're not allowed to change. So so too over here, if you make Shahakal on the bread with the wine, that's changing, and therefore you're not Yosi. We discussed, and we won't go into it again, because if you say that, then surely even if you, if you make shahakal on anything, it shouldn't work. And we basically, Tosus already deals with this question, what exactly Tosus meant we spoke about, but it seems that the Gemara's understanding here, that when Rabbi Yosi said, there's like two different types of changes. You can have a change where you make which is a bracha which Chazal never ever instituted at all. So on that, it doesn't even work on the fix. If you have this gives a fix, it wouldn't work on anything. Whereas Shahakal, even Rabbi Yosi would agree that Shahakal is a bracha which Chazal instituted, therefore it would work at least on, the, on all other things except for bread or wine. Because there Chazal instituted a very specific bracha, and therefore Rabbi Yosi would say that's considered a Mashanan, that's being Mashanan in our Tersh Tabukhatomim, and, and it would not be Yosi like Rabbana. That's the way more or less we explain based on Tosh. So we want to say that even Rabbi Yosi would agree with Shahakal that it's going to work for most things except for bread and wine. But, as we said, that's why the Rosh, the, the Tosna Rosh, takes out the Te'ino. The Machalik is only with bread, meaning the Rabbi Yossi agrees that Shahakal will work with, with anything except bread and wine. That's what we want to suggest. And therefore, Rabbi Yossi goes like Rabbi Yossi, but Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says that Shahakal works with everything, the Amat Rabbi Meir, he'll say, Lara Rabbi Meir, he says, even Borah Chamok and Shabarah works with bread. So, Kol Shekin Shahakal. Says the Gemara, no, not true. I can say I fit in even with Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir only says over there that the Baruch HaMakim Shebarah works because he did start off by saying Kama Noya Pasu. He makes mention of the bread. If you don't mention bread, you already said Shahakal, you don't mention bread at all, even Rabbi Meir would, would agree that it doesn't work. And so to the other way around. Rabbi Yechonon Amalok, Rabbi Yechonon would say to you, Anod Amori Afilu Rabbi Yosi, I fit even with Rabbi Yosi. Askan Lukam Rabbi Yosi also, Rabbi Yosi only says over there that it doesn't work, with Baruch HaMokim Shebarah, Elam Hashem Tukam HaBaruch HaTelet Sakin HaRabonah, because he's using a bracha, which the Rabonah never instituted at all. Avalom HaShahakon Yebed Varabed, he says Shahakon, the Sakin HaRabonah, the Rabonah were the ones who instituted that terminology, at least with certain things, Afidu Rabbi Yosi, even Rabbi Yosi would be Maskim, that it does work with the, with the, um, with the, even the bread. 
Says the Gemara, Binyomin Raya, Korach Rifto. Binyomin the shepherd, he ate his bread. The Oman afterwards he said, Brich Mori the Hadito, blessed is basically the master of this bread. Omar Rab says, Rab, Yotzei bin Yotzei. Also, Gemara, the Omar Rab, the Shuli Rab says, Kol Baruch Hashem Ba'at Karat Hashem in a bracha. That any bracha which doesn't have a mention of Hashem's name is not a bracha. Also, the Gemara, the Omar Baruch Racham Omar Mori the High Peter. Then he says, Blessed is Hashem, the master of this bread. Also, Gemara, the Omar Rab, 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 the Omar the Gemara, my Yotzei, what does it mean? He's Yotzei, the Omar Rab, the Rab said, Nani. He also meant to say, Yotzi Yedei Brocha Rishayna. Rav meant to say, he's Yotzi the first Brocha, the, the Borocha Tashem Azana Sakhel. That's he's been Yotzi. More than that, and Ochanam he hasn't been Yotzi. Ask the Gemara, so Michael Mashman, what exactly is he coming to teach us then? I mean, that seems rather obvious. Ask the Gemara, after God, the Omer Beloshan Chol, is teaching us that even though he said it, if it's, I mean, if this is what the Gemara is suggesting, that even though he's saying it in a different language, not saying in Oshan HaKodesh, Tanina, we've read that in the Mishnah in Sota. The Adrian and Amor in Bukhalat, and the following things can be said in any language. Pasha Sota, the Pasha of the Sota. Vidu Maiser, the years when you have to do Vidu Maiser, when you have to say, you read from Pasha Kisov in there, you said, the Adam and Abitome, etc., etc. Ukriyashma, Kriyashma can be said in any language. Utfilah, Filah can be said in any language. Jubilee Kasam Osman, there you go, Brick Sam Osman. So it's going to know, it's Rick, it's necessary. I That's when if he says it in a different language, where he translates it exactly from Loshan Akkadish into Loshan Khal. As Khazal instituted it in Loshan Akkadish, he says it in Loshan Khal. But if he plays around, he says, not only he says it in a different language, but he also says it in a completely different format, like here, if he didn't say it in Loshan Khal, as Khazal instituted it in Loshan Akkadish, Eimolo, I might have said that he's not Yotze, Kamash Malon, that's what we're coming to teach you, that he is, he is uh, Yotze. Says the Gemara, Kufo, let's just recap. Omar Rav, Rav says, Kol brocha she'imbo ha'azkarat Hashem, any brocha which doesn't have a mention of Hashem's name, ain't a brocha, it's not a brocha. But Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Yechonon says, Kol brocha she'imbo malchus, any brocha which doesn't have a mention of malchus in it, Ain't no brocha. It's not just a mention of Hashem, it's also going to mention the fact that he's Melech It's not a brocha without that. Omar Abayi says, Abayi Kabbalah says, It's logical like Rav, that it all depends on the mention of Hashem's name. The Talim is learned in a brighter, If a person says, I have not passed over your mitzvah, I have not forgotten, and we say this is to do with Trumas Shemaitras, and we interpret it like this, I didn't pass over, I didn't, Forget to, to, I didn't miss out the bracha from blessing you. And I didn't forget to mention your name over it. He doesn't say that he mentions, he, I didn't forget to mention your malchus. So you see, the only imperative part is the mention of Hashem's name. But Rabbi Yechon and Tony, the answer to the Gemara, Rabbi Yechon would say that you have to teach over here as well. No, Anachalami, the bride doesn't mention everything. I didn't forget to mention your name and your malchus on it. And therefore, says the Gemara, even though it may seem more likely to go like a Baye, the Maita, like Rav, we can still fit the Bright, you just have to amend the Bright, and if it's perfectly fine with Rabbi Yechonon, and the Halacha is like Rabbi Yechonon. The Halacha is like Rabbi Yechonon. Um, Tosus, however, speaks about, he speaks about various cases where we don't find Malchus in there, 
For example, Shemun Esrei, so it says, no, that's the mention of Elikei Abram in there. Um, so too with Me'en um, Sheva, we say on Friday night, so you've got Elikei Abram, Elikei Yitzchot, so you've got Elikei Abram there. The idea is Elikei Abram, Abram was the one who discovered Hashem's Malchus, he publicized it to the world. So that says, if you've mentioned Malchus, a bit like we find um, in, uh, on, uh, in Rosh Hashanah, when we're looking at the Pesukim of Malchus, we say Shema Yisrael is one of the Pesukim. I wear Malchus in there. The answer is, Hashem Elikei Hashem Echot is as good as Malchus. Um, I mean, Tosis actually brings that on the idea on the Me'en Shev, we say, Al Kelar Kodesh in Kamoyu. That's as good as Malchus. The same idea. So even though it doesn't actually explicitly spell out the word Malchus, it doesn't matter. What Tosis does speak about is, fine, we pass him, we pass him like that, you've got to mention Hashem's name, and you have to mention Malchus. But do I have to say, Melech Ha'oyla, or just it's good enough to say, Melech? So Tosis says, that if you only say Melech, that's no good. I mean, a king doesn't tell us anything. And therefore you wouldn't be it. And that's the way it's passed in the Shulchan Aruch, that if a person just says, Baruch HaTashem Elokeinu Melech, Shalkan David Baruch, it's no good. And the Bira Aloko brings from the Evan Oezer, who says that uh, he's not so sure about that, and he basically challenges it, and we went through one or two of the challenges, and uh, we discussed them based on the Rosh, and the Kitzah, the Rosh and the Yerushalmi, what we came out with was, was like this. The B'ar says, it's not Mokach what the Eben says as well, it's right and not Mokach. Um, and therefore, basically, if you don't say Oilom, you just said Melech, it wouldn't be any good. However, if you said Ha-Melech, you didn't say Melech, you said Ha-Melech and you didn't say Oilom, then, based on the Shulchan Aruch Harav, a person, the Brochah, would count and you shouldn't repeat the Brochah. It seems that he goes with that for the Shulchan Aruch Harav, that would be different. That's basically what comes out. Again, you'd have to go back to the Shir to see exactly how we got to that. Okay? So therefore, for a good bracha, you've got to have mention of Hashem's name, and you've got to mention Melech, I really Melech or Olam. If you said Ha-Melech instead of Olam, instead of saying Melech Olam, if you said Ha-Melech, a person would be able to but ideally it should be Melech Olam. As for Elokeinu, whether that's Le'ikuba, that's discussed in the Rishonim, whether Elokeinu is Le'ikuba or not. What we did discuss was, we did discuss the Shitta of the Rambam, we discussed the Shitta of the Rambam with regard to if a person is Mashan and Matzeah, he plays around with the words. The Rosh Passover is definitely like Rabbi Meir above, that we don't make a person go back if he plays around with the Matzeah, the Brocha, unless obviously he misses out the name of Hashem, or he mess- misses out uh, a mention of Hashem's Malchus, then obviously we do make him go back. And we discuss the shit of the Rambam, the idea of the God wants to say that the Rambam was Khoizah, the Shotam of the Ketam Mishnah, and in the end we, we discuss the Radvaz, and another uh, idea of what exactly Chazal were Mesakein, were they mitzakin just the nusach of the bracha, or were they mitzakin the actual brachas themselves? And what we basically explained was that in Birchat Hananin, Birchat Hananin, they were mitzakin the brach, the nusach of the bracha, whereas in Tefillah, there they actually t- they were mitzakin the whole idea of being mechayvah to daven eighteen brachas, to daven the brachas of Kriyashima, There wasn't just the nusach. And based on that, we suggested they may also have certain ramifications in the if a person plays around with the matzah of the bracha. Says the next Mishnah. On something which does not grow from the ground. On vinegar. On, for the time being, we'll assume it's unripe dates. On locusts, kosher locusts. They obviously do not grow from the ground. Rabbi Yehuda says, anything which is a type of klolo. It's, um, let's say the vinegar is wine which has gone bad. Um, the noblos are unripe dates. Um, Goibai is locusts 
which uh, eat up crops, so they're seen as a minklala. So, as, as we mentioned, I think it's the go-by. Some want to say that's not considered minklala, but um, Rashi considers it minklala at least. So, aim of Orchen you don't make a bracha on it. At all. We don't pass it like that. We pass it that one does make a bracha on it. But just one point to mention is, on the chaymet, on the vinegar, obviously it can't be vinegar which is, which uh, we're talking about vinegar which is strong enough that a person wouldn't normally drink it. On the other hand, it must be, it is edible. So it's somewhere in between. So what we pointed out was, because the, the Rabbeinu Yana asked from a, from a Gemara in, in a Yuval, which a person not high having for having um, vinegar on, on, a, on Yom Kippur, he doesn't seem to make this critic about how strong the vinegar is. He says, rather, he says, yeah, but if you look at the Gemara over there, you'll find that if you have enough of it, a person would be chayat. And therefore he says, you see, it does give up, it must give certain anul, and therefore you do make a brach on it, shahako, but with regard to the brach acharino, a person would not make a brach acharino on having just the rabiyas, it has to have more, like on Yom Kippur. That's what the Rabbi Yonah, at least, says over there. But the Maita, the Mishnah Bura, makes, he does make this, this uh, point about depending on how strong the vinegar is. Carries on the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda, he's got in front of him many different types of, of uh, fruits. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, if he's got amongst them, he's got one of the seven species, that's the one he makes the bracha on. He can make the bracha whichever one he wants. Makes the whichever one he wants, whichever one he likes. Then Hashem, that last part of the Mishnah is, as, as I've mentioned already, is quite an involved Sugi Ben Hashem, which will make a start on Hukti Ben Hashem on Sunday. But the Gemara picks up on the first part of the Mishnah. Tomer Abon has been taught in the Brighter. Al Dovash in Gedurim and Oret and Sonim, which doesn't grow from the ground, could go, for example, Besar Behemoth, Chayas, or if it's Vidogim, for example, meat of animals, wild animals, birds, fish, Omer Shachan Yebidvore. He says Shachan. Alechol on, on milk, the Arabeim on, on, on eggs, the Alagrina on cheese, and the Shachal, he says Shachal. Ala Pat Sheipsha on bread which has gone mouldy, the Alayayin Shehikrim on wine which has gone naughty, it's gone bad, the Alatav Shashal Asirot on a cooked pot which has lost its, literally its form, it's gone bad, and the Shachal, he says Shachal. Ala Melach, Ala Zomis on salt and on salt water, the Alkanen of and on mushrooms and, uh, and uh, truffles. Rashi says basically things which, which uh, don't actually grow, they grow on like wood. As we know, um, the, the mushrooms, the, the uh, Rabbinianus says the difference between the command and the Pitreus is the command are the things which um, they actually grow in the ground, but they don't grow from the, they don't need, take nutrition from the ground. The Pitreus grow, more like the mushrooms grow on, very often they'll grow in, on, on, uh, on the sides of, uh, of kalim, or, of, um, of pots, buckets, and these sort of things. But as we mentioned, there are, we just mentioned this in the last year on, on uh, Friday, that, um, that some have a kabbalah, that they have a masoyah, that apparently, we think it's the pitreus, whichever one it is, is actually potatoes. And therefore the potatoes, they make shahakal. But uh, for anyone who doesn't have that kabbalah, don't uh, stick, stick to what uh, the normal brocha we, we would make on them. So anyway, our commander pitreus, omer shahakal, he says shahakal. So before we go on, we just mentioned one thing on Friday, we mentioned the Rambam. The Rambam says, and on any finished off, anything you make shahakal, you make very nefoshis afterwards. Seemingly implying that even on bread, which has gone mouldy, but obviously, we're obviously not talking about bread which is so mouldy that it's inedible. So, but nonetheless, he says you make very nefoshis on it. So the Bira Allah is very, very surprised by that. He says, why? I can understand you can't make Hamid Selechman or Etat the Prophet of Rabban. And Chazal says it's not Choshevitz and therefore we can reduce it to Shako. But Birkus Hamilton is a director. Why should you make it? It's a modern. 
Why should he make Birkas Amalda? And he says, maybe therefore we're talking about where he didn't have a shear of the Arais, he didn't have a shear of the Sevilla, and therefore it's any Durabam, and he says, Sorachi and Amaisa. But what we pointed out was that um, the, the uh, Rabbeinu Monayach already says, the Bishkarov says, no, once it goes moldy, it's no longer called Lechem. And if it's not Lechem, it's not moldy, it's not just it's lost, it's Khashiva. It's not Lechem. It's not Lechem, there's no Bishkarov Bik- Bik- on it. Um, carries on the Gemara, or finishes off the Gemara. We just said that on these Khmeru Pitriots, these mushrooms and things like that, you make Shaka. Lemera, does that mean to say the Khmeru Pitriots, these mushrooms, they're not Kiturikaka, they don't grow from the ground? So, our time is surely we learned in the bright time, I know the Mepeiris to Oret, somebody who makes a neighbor, he's not going to have benefit from the Peiris to Oret. Also, the Peiris to Oret, he's forbidden to have uh, benefit from the Peiris to Oret, things which grow from the ground. Or Muta make a picture, and he, it's Muta, it's permissible to have Hano uh, from these, these mushrooms, because they don't grow on the ground. They're not Peiris to Oret. The Imamah called Gidule Karkola, but if he says anything which grows from the ground, I'm not going to have Hano from them. Also, after Kamenu Pitriot, it's forbidden to have even from Kamenu Pitriot. So Amar Abayi answers, Abayi, Mirba Rovu Mi'aro. Yeah, they grow, they form from the ground, meaning they take from the, from the, the uh, moisture of the ground. But, Minki La Yonki Mi'aro. They will not actually be yearning, they will not take their nutrition from the ground. Ask the Gemara, But I don't understand. We said that uh, these commando these, uh, pictures, they're in Gidula Mena'aret, they don't grow from the ground, the plant, they don't even take their moisture from the ground. Answer the Gemara, Tani should say, I'll stop watching Yonik Mena'aret. Because if it says, I'll stop watching Gidula Mena'aret, so these are Gidula Mena'aret, they take the moisture from the ground, so why don't you make Kwa'adom on? So the Gemara answers, Tani, you should teach them, not I'll stop watching Gidula Mena'aret, rather something which is not Yonik Mena'aret. Something which doesn't take its nutrition from the ground, you don't make Kwa'adom on, you make Shantel. And we, we ended off, we discussed on Thursday and Friday, based on this, sort of following on from this, what would be the din with, um, which thing, with, with things which grow in plant pots and, uh, and hydroponics, all these sort of things, and we discussed the various rides, we brought the Chayyot and the Stechemed, and we basically said the bottom line is that the rides which are brought are all, there's no clear raya, what, uh, at least to... To me, in my, in my limited capacity, basically looking at what's going on here, each one brings rise, and the other one is Seicha the rise. There's no absolute riot one way or the other. The Svara goes like this. There, there are two main points of debate here. Or should I say even three, I suppose? No, two. We'll, we'll stick with the two. Number one, on these sort of things, can you, is there a problem with the terminology of the, of the, of the bracha? Can you say, Min Ha'oret? Can you say, Ba'ipri Ha'adom? That's one, one debate. The other debate is, are we making a bracha on the actual thing? Or are we making on the min, on that species? And therefore, even if this thing didn't grow from the ground, it doesn't matter. Vegetables generally grow from the ground, so you can say, So someone to say, therefore, that whether you go with argument number one or point number two, you make, you stick with a normal bracha, and you can make or if you take, uh, if you take stuff which has grown, um, uh, let's say in a plant pot, you can say, if it's made into bread. Others say, no, you can't. So too with the vegetables, some say you can say very Adam on them, some say, no, you can't, you make shako. This is basically the machlekes between the Chai Odom and the Stei which, which then sort of branches out and is, uh, many have got what to say on it. So we said like this, we went through all the arguments, we're not going to go through all of them again now, and so look, logically, to me, as, as I said, in my limited capacity, if there's no absolute riot, then we have to say, stop it, Brock Starker, and we have to play on the safe side. And therefore, 
when it comes to the bread, I can't say Amaitzi, because if it's not Amaitzi, it's a Baruch of Asodos. So I'd have to say, Bore Ibn Amazonis. And then I make Baruch Samos and Asodos, as Chaya Odin says. When it comes to the uh, vegetables, again, it's not clear, so I can't say Bore Ibn Amazonis for definite, so I'd make Shachal. However, as I said, there are many Pesachim who are quite adamant, at least with the vegetables, you can say, if it's hydroponic, it doesn't make a difference how it's grown, you're making on the min, and therefore you can say, Bore Ibn I just want to add one little point. As I said, no, I haven't seen a raya one with the other. I can't, I'm not going to take a raya, speak to your own role uh, about what to do in practice. I just want to make one thing which occurred to me after the share. I've been racking my brains. Can, can we find any raya? If you take a look at, back at the Mishnah at the beginning of the parak on Lama Te'amadala, we said there, we answered, we, we said, Alperis or Elon, on the fruit of the tree, you make very pre-oid. You make very pre-oid. Except for, except for wine. Then we said, except for bread. Why didn't it say, except for vegetables which are grown in a plant pot? So you would let's say, when we're talking about, let's say, the grain. Why didn't it say, this, this one we could get out of, but, who owned a very pre-adama, chutzmin ha-hazeroi, which are grown, chitol, let's say, which is grown in a plant pot. Now the truth is, that part of it, you could possibly get out of. I'll tell you why. Because you could say, you know why. Because on the chitol, chitol, which is grown in a plant pot, what profit did the Chayodon say you're going to make? You're going to make very many zonis. We are not discussing very many zonis. That's only brought later on with the tapshul. We haven't discussed very many zonis. Because I'll, I'll, I'll prove that to you, because otherwise it should have said, which you make, and which you make, which you're gonna make, uh, which you're gonna make very many rice, we said, we said you're gonna make very many on it, and, uh, let's say the bread, which is red, all these different things where we said you make very many on it. We don't find, the Mishnah is clearly not talking about the very many Fine. But the last part, that number one, you're still going to be, but what about the, the legumes? Legumes where the shayla is hardom or shahakal. So why doesn't it say except for legumes, which are that peris or it, which are growing in a plant pot? And definitely the last part, are to own a very priyadomo. Why didn't it say except if they're growing in a plant pot? Why didn't it mention that exception? So you could say, from here you see, very seemingly quite clear, that, um, that what? That, there aren't any exceptions. Your rock is the brock is very pre-adomo, because it's a min which generally grows in the ground. It doesn't matter if you grow it differently. Seems like, maybe, maybe we've got to look, but the truth is it's not an absolute raya. And the reason why it's not an absolute raya is, for a start, is because we have a rule, you can't learn in the medium in you can't learn from a cloud. So because it says chutz min then, it doesn't give you any other exceptions, it's not approved. That's point number one. Point number one is you could, point number two, sorry, point number two is, maybe the exceptions we're bringing here are only things which are because of their chashibas. Why you don't make a bracha, the, the bracha you don't make very pre is because it's changed to very pre, very pre agofen. So if you pay it to Oret, we said past you made very pre, uh, sorry, how many to that Because of its chashibas. Here, you're downgrading the bracha. You want to say you make shahakal, that's because, it's not because we've changed the bracha because Chazal said this is a different myth. It's more chashibas. It's because, as we said, so to bread, bread which has gone, gone mouldy. The mission is not going to say, chutzman except for bread which is not mouldy. Because that is bread, and it changed to shahakal, whatever it is, because of a side factor. 
It's not because of the the the, the etzem chashivus of the of the of the species. It's something that just happened to it, which has affected it. So to it, you've chosen to grow it elsewhere. Maybe therefore, maybe the bracha would would uh, would be charcoal, and the mission therefore relies on the next thing where it says the in the next mission it says the in the charcoal Something which doesn't grow from the ground, you make charcoal. And on the contrary, therefore, you could really flip the ball into the other course and say, oh, that's why the Mishnah continues. To tell you that if your Eurokids don't grow in the ground, you make charcoal. Now, also, that's not a raya. I'm not suggesting it's a raya. What we can see is, each raya we can bring has a flip side to it, and it's very, very difficult to prove beyond... We can argue in Svara, we can argue in... And it's still very, very difficult. As we said, therefore, the bottom line is that this, and I'll just end with this again, I stress, it seems when it comes to the, 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 uh, the, the vegetables, someone say on the vegetables, that it doesn't matter how it's grown, you make on the, on the mint. When it comes to the, the, the chitin, which you make into bread, there I think most agree that you don't necessarily make on the mint. In, because from the Yusham, you see it's not so possible like that. But on the vegetables, they want to say you make on the mint. And as we said, the Svara, you could debate whether there is a Svara Lechanik to make a Chiruk between the two, because maybe you could make a Chiruk because the bread is out the Chashiva Shabbai, and therefore you're not making on the Min, you're making on the actual thing in front of you, and therefore it's got to be Amitzi Lechem in or it's got to be grown from the ground. Whereas on the, on the Peirut, it's not because it's an actual Chashiva, it's just because you're making it more specific, the Bracha, for things which are grown from the ground. But as I said, it's a Svara, it's, I haven't seen absolute rise to say this, and therefore, as I said, logically, it would have seemed to me, as I said, in my unqualified capacity, that I'm taking the lines which are my Falk in his qualified capacity, and he brings from others who say, it's a Sophic, we can't prove it, and therefore we say Sophic Baruch But as I said, many Rabbonim, you should know, many Rabbonim say you do make hard on them, and therefore go speak to your own Rav uh, for a final Pesach. Have a very good, uh, good Vav by the time you hear this.